millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome along. It's our midweek writer's routine, the little bite-sized chunk, just the routine. Uh, This week, it's from Liz Nugent, uh, crime thriller award winner, bestseller. She's published four books. Her most recent is Little Cruelties. She came on a few years ago to chat through her third novel, Skin Deep. It's all about the enigmatic, alluring and alarming socialite who finds a body in her apartment. Now, Liz became bored with dull, desk-driven office work, so she became an author. Well, not that simple. She became an author over the course of six years when she was writing her first novel, Unraveling Oliver. It won an Irish Book Award, it became a bestseller, and it gave her a career of of being a proper full-time author. And she's only gone from strength to strength with that, really. Now, this is just her routine. Uh, If you enjoy this, you can listen to the full episode wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow us there. Scroll back a few years and you will find this show. Liz talks about who she shares her novels with, uh, how she started writing that very first book uh, over the course of six years. And we run through her writing day as well. Now, if you enjoy the show, you can always support us at patreon.com forward slash writers routine. You can give us a follow on at writers pod and it's writers as well. And we're jumping into it with Liz Nugent, crime thriller award winner. And this is just her routine. Get up, brush my teeth. Um, I shower much later in the day, but I get up, I brush my teeth and then I go downstairs, um, make the tea, check my Facebook, check my Twitter, do my emails. Um, so I don't really get down to work I'm, and I don't really get up until about nine, half nine. So I don't really get to work until about 12. And then my best writing time is between sort of 12 and three or 12 and four like four hours of concentrated writing time. And, you know, that sounds like a very short working day. But aside from that, there's a lot of admin stuff that is done before and after. Um, And I do try to keep up with social media because it's the best way I have of of being in touch with readers. And I love interacting with readers. I love hearing from them, you know, even if they don't have great things to say. (laughs) But uh, it's, it's really good to sort of keep in touch that way. So... I enjoy that side of it and lots of admin stuff, you know, writing articles or uh, setting up festival appearances or, you know, travel arrangements for future festivals. I'm off to Iceland on the 15th of uh, November for Iceland Noir, which is a big uh, crime festival in Reykjavik. So that's exciting. And then um, next April, I'm going to Paris uh, 
And I'm sorry, I'm going completely off the point of my routine. So going back to my day, um, I I do all of that admin. So then, you know, by oh, probably by six o'clock, I'm kind of done for the day. But if my husband is working um, late because he's a shift worker, he works in radio, funny enough, as a, a sound engineer. And so if he's working late, I will work late uh, in the armchair. I will write late. So what about, you say that you do four hours of concentrated writing, yeah. probably a day. Talk me through the makeup of that. Uh, is it uh, is, is there much editing while you're writing that's going into that? It's, Are you just ploughing through from the point that you left off to the yeah, where you can it finish? it depends at what stage I'm at. I mean, I'm working on the first draft now, so I'm just going forward. And I have learned through, you know, the hard way not to go back. Because the first couple of novels I wrote, um, I constantly went backwards and forwards uh, over the first, you know, 30,000 words and rewrote them and rewrote them and rewrote them. And you could actually just rewrite the first 30,000 words for the rest of your life. And it's it seems to be a common stumbling block, you know, talking to other writers. A lot of them say that the 30,000 word mark is a really tough one to get through. But I think what you have to do is keep going keep going through it, work through it, keep going forward and not allow yourself to go back because everything that's wrong can get fixed in the second draft. You know, just keep going forward with the writing. How do you know when you're finished each day? Uh, well, it's either when I have reached a thousand words or I am starving to death because I don't stop for lunch. I don't allow myself to um, eat until I've done my word count and my word count is generally a thousand words a day or coming up to a deadline two thousand words a day so I, I'm not allowed to eat I don't allow myself to eat until I've I've uh, reached that deadline What do you allow yourself to do then? Are there any tricks little intricacies eccentricities that help you along the way to get your words out? Um, not Nothing specific I mean I know when I'm stuck when I'm really stuck and I just, you know, I have to just put it down and walk away. And what I will do then, like I work in silence, I don't have music playing. But occasionally if I'm stuck, I'll put on, um, I have a really old uh, CD of um, movie soundtracks from European cinema of the 1970s and 80s. And early 90s, I think. So I listened to soundtracks of Betty Blue and Jean de Ferrette and uh, Il Postino and all these European cinema classic films. And I find them brilliant because movie soundtracks are designed to provoke emotion. And that's what you need. You need that passion or you need that tragedy or despair, which comes across in the music so well. Oh, the first novel was completely chaotic and it took me, you know, six years to write it because I had a full time job at the time. So I was only writing really in, I got three weeks annual leave a year, which included Christmas. So really, I was probably only writing for one one week of each year. And, you know, for two or three years, I didn't write at all because I had done that 30,000 words thing and I had rewritten that and rewritten that and rewritten that and refined it. And then uh, finally, you know, probably four years after I started writing, I moved on from the 30,000 words and little bits and pieces of experiences that I had along the way during those intervening years really helped. You know, I spent um, a week in a chateau in the south of France um, and that informed 
the writing of my first novel, Unraveling Oliver. It ended up in the book. I read an obituary of um, a, 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 a Nazi general, Maurice Papon, who died during the time that I was writing it. And so he ended up in the book in a little way. Um, so all these experiences I had, like none of that eight years were wasted because when I wasn't actually writing the book, I was thinking about it. And I think most of the writing happens when you're not actually writing. Like for this book, the one I'm writing at the moment, my fourth book, un- unnamed at the moment, uh, I have most of the plot in my head already. So I have it. I I know exactly where it's going. That was not the case with my first, second and mostly my third book. I just made it up as I went along. But now I'm much more assured, I think. I'm much more confident in my ability to plot. So I don't have to fly by the seat of my pants so much. I think it's just uh, much easier to have a long goal in mind and to know your ending when you begin. And there you go. Just a little dive inside the working day of the crime thriller bestseller, the award winner, Liz Nugent. That was to chat about her third novel, Skin Deep. If you enjoyed that, you can listen to the whole thing. Just scan back wherever you get your podcast from. It's from a few years ago. And you can get a copy of her new book, Little Cruelties, wherever you're listening to the show. Just check the podcast notes. And I will see you on Friday with a brand new episode. Make sure you give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts from so you don't miss it. I will see you then. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.